right, so let's get started. Uh, so tonight on Astro Zero Twitter Spaces, we have a really cool project. I've known these guys for a long time. They're setting up a multi-chain metaverse, um, really cool 2D N NFT project that's going to go 3D as well. Uh, our friends that are here from PogPunk, so welcome here, guys. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks for having us. Nice to meet Thanks you guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah. No problem, guys. Um, you know, I, I uh, asked Moneybags if you guys would be interested in coming out, and he said, let me shoot a message over, and immediately you guys said yes. So I appreciate you guys coming out. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your project, um, a little bit of your background as far as uh, NFT creators, and if you've done any projects in the past? Sure, yeah. So uh, PogPunks is a collection of 10,000 unique 2D punks that are going to have utility in our upcoming metaverse generator that we're building. Um, if you look in the audience, you can see the, the anyone with like the green background, basically in the 2D little pixel guy, that's us. We got frogs, humans, apes, aliens, robots. So we, we have a ton of ton of different attributes and, and bases. Uh, we have like 230 different attributes. So that's pretty cool. Each 2D punk um, is also going to come with its own 3D counterpart uh, companion and its own pog loot, which is essentially the outfit that your character will be wearing in our metaverse. And um, yeah, we're building the metaverse, uh, or we're, we're calling it MVO. We're building MVO in Unreal Engine 5. And that's what a lot of companies are using to build like AAA titles and things like that. So it'll be beautiful and, and scalable. But uh, yeah, we're minting live right now at pogpunks.com. And we have around 25% of the total supply minted. Um, oh, and we, we also just announced a DAO as well that, um, will be for the PogPunks holders and we're we're launching it with around like you know estimated like 100 ETH or around there of NFTs and um yeah you'll be able to receive DAO tokens for staking your your PogPunks but um as far as previous NFT experience this is I've I've been a collector for for a while now um probably since uh I don't know my my first project was like Cool Cats so whenever whenever that came out it was maybe like 8 8 months ago so something like that so that's I've been collecting since then. Um, I've been been holding ETH and and Litecoin and uh, and some other shit coins through uh, through 2017 and, and stuff like that. But um, this is my first sort of and, and a lot of the team's first NFT project. But um, yeah, we've we've already made a ton of progress and and built a ton of a ton of stuff on top of Pug Punks already. So. Yeah, and right now the team consists of five of us. So the person that was just speaking is Donald. He's kind of the lead developer. <clears throat> he manages most of the project basically alongside with Kyle, who's also a lead developer. And then we have Harrison with the the ape with the party hat. He's our Solidity developer. And uh, someone who's not here right now, his name is Jerry. And he does a lot of the front end stuff. So if you check out the website, basically everything that's been done uh, has been done by him. And then I help with product management and also help with the community. So that's kind of a quick introduction to all of us. Um, we actually know each other in real life as well. Um, so we're all friends and we've known of each other for quite some time. Um, probably like eight years plus we've known each other, but this is the first time we've all been able to come together and, and work on something really cool. All right, so I got kicked. Hopefully you can hear me now. Yeah. <laughs> These damn Twitter spaces, man. I'm going to kick Jack Dorsey in the ass. The rug by Twitter. <laughs> Every You've got time, them, Dave. Every time, I swear, it kicks you on at least once. Every time. So what what makes PogPunks different than other NFT projects that are out right now? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. So uh, I think a lot of other NFT projects aren't thinking about building a metaverse at all. And the ones that are are thinking very singular-minded, and they're, they're thinking about building their own metaverse. What we're trying to do with PogPunks and, and the MVO is build a platform that creates customizable worlds for other NFT projects. So the idea is as a project, you can take your NFTs and come into the MVO and start your own world with your own 3D models, rules, like ERC-20 token, anything you can think of essentially for their holders. And um, PogPunks is kind of the genesis initial world of this. And um, we're, we're kind of like learning as we're going, we're starting the DAO, and um, we're trying to templatize everything we do for these other projects that will come in through the MBL. So I would say that's that's kind of like the biggest unique thing we got right now going on. Um, anything else to add? Would you say it's kind of like a software development toolkit that we're setting up in order for people to create their own metaverses? 
um, kind of to ease the like the onboarding process, um, like the the really technical parts. We're kind of trying to create like a not a simple user experience, but an easier user experience than starting something from scratch. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I think the I like as a personal you know someone that invests in a lot of these projects. I I see some projects with the goals of starting like their own metaverse, and I I sometimes question because of the like the amount of technical like investment and like know-how that you need to to spin up something like that is is pretty insane. So the idea is we we want to make this for people so that they can actually make metaverses for their own um, projects and stuff like that. So exactly what you said, Ron. Sweet. So you, would you agree that it's kind of like we're trying to create the Shopify metaverses in a way? Yeah, yeah, I would say it's it's the Shopify, but it's also the uh, yeah, it's, it's like the the skeleton behind Shopify as well, because that doesn't exist yet. But it the, the end goal hopefully looks something like Shopify for for like metaverses. So sweet. I think like we lost our, our oh no. <laughs> Keeps getting the rug. No, the rug. Get kicked again? Yeah, I'm having a rough day today with Twitter spaces. Yeah, man, the rug rugs you. So if, if I'm asking a question that you've answered while I was kind of away, just please forgive me. Oh, no geez. worries. So I don't know if you heard um, us talking about the last answer, but... Basically, we're kind of creating a metaverse generator. Um, maybe a way to describe it is like a, a software development kit combined with like a, a user interface slash user experience uh, to onboard all these projects. Um, and kind of a way to simplify that is, is by calling it like a Shopify of metaverses. Uh, but we're also building the back end as well. So when you work on Shopify, you're just building a front end for your store. But we're also building the back end. So You'll be able to interact with different um, tokens, native tokens. Um, yeah, that's kind of the premise. All right. So let's say, for example, if uh, Chronic Cats here goes and he develops a metaverse project, would he be able to interact with your punks in the same world? Yeah, that's that's the end goal. Is that we can have you know, like you can visit the Pog Punks world. Like the cool cats can hang out with us. Like we can hang out with with any project. That is the the end goal of of the metaverse of the mvo and um the we we don't really have a lot of info right now on the the mvo website but on pogpunks.com there is some some information about this and in our discord if anyone is is also looking for that so what kind of what kind of perks would somebody get that buys a pogpunk yeah, so um, for getting just the 2D Pogpunk, you get its 3D counterpart, right? So that's a 3D version of your guy and, I don't know, uh, money bags or anyone on stage. If you guys want to pin one of the, the 3D teasers, that, that would be good. Even in the video, too, you, you can see there's a 3D guy. Um, but yeah, you get the 3D counterpart. You're getting a 3D companion. So, you know, we haven't really released full details on this yet, but think about like a pet or some sort of... Um, some sort of pet basically that that's related to your actual character so let's say like my hooded guy maybe i have like a little hooded cat or something that, that will follow me around the game um you get pog loot which is the so if you look at the pog punk right it's everything neck down um or sorry if you look at the pog punk itself it's everything from the the neck up right it's just my face but the pog loot will be everything from the neck down so we've We've teased it like, uh, you know, you, your guy could be wearing like a stained shirt and like a Rolex and like flip flops and, you know, like ridiculous stuff. But uh, all that would be dictated by the pog loot. And that's what your character would be wearing in the MVO. So it's it's like for owning one pog punk, that's, that's about like three NFTs that we're just giving away. Um, we also have like other things like a VIP pass if you get to a certain level in our discord um that's an nft but uh but yeah yeah so and most of the airdrops sorry kyle um most of the airdrops are kind of meant to be your in-game persona or your like in-game character model within the metaverse so we're kind of setting that all up so that you have a loadout ready for when you uh enter the pogpunks world 
Perfect. Yeah, I was going to say something along those lines. Everything we're doing with the subsequent releases are all to test out gameplay features. So the loot plus the 3D plus the companion or to test out all those uh, pieces of functionality so that we can share them with future creators. Now, is the companion going to be linked to your NFT or is it going to be a separate NFT? So in the future, let's say somebody gets a companion along with their PogPunk would they be able to, let's say, sell their companion by itself on a secondary market, or is it linked to the same NFT? It'll be a separate separate entity, uh, a separate NFT. So you could sell it if you wanted, yeah. Okay. Or buy uh, someone else's. <laughs> so would you, let's say, let's say companions are dogs. Sure. Uh, would, and you go into the metaverse, your companion could be with you in the metaverse. So can I be like, if my companion was, a pigeon can i be like the pigeon lady and have like a, a bunch of <laughs> on me around yeah you, you definitely could we we haven't put a a like a a mental cap yet on like okay you only can display or or own or like walk around right with this many um companions but th th there definitely will be some caps so so you can't you can have like a, like a thousand of them or or whatever but um you definitely could be the pigeon lady if if, if that's your dream Kind of a dream I've always had ever since I watched Home Alone as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now, as soon as yeah, we wouldn't want like the town square or wherever like the central hub is, and some guy just logs in and has like a zoo following. Him, so <laughs> there will definitely be some sort it of. It would gap. be pretty funny. Now, That's now, do you get a three D rendering immediately when you get your pog punk or do you get the three D rendering later on uh after you buy the two D? Like is there some sort of uh, migration process where uh a holder would have to contact you guys in order to get a three D rendering of themselves for the metaverse? Good question. So it will be it will be later on. Uh, right now that's that's like our biggest like project we're working on currently. It's just basically converting all of the assets we've made in two D to three D. And then we'll we'll be ready for that like three D conversion. So that's that's what we're working on right now, and that will come down the line. I read sometimes to reach out to us. Um, we'll probably have like a maybe like a daily airdrop period. So every time there's new Pogpunks purchased, then those will update, and uh, the new three D models will be sent out. But when we do finish the three D models, all of those will be airdropped immediately to every holder. All right, cool. I read that. Uh, on your roadmap that you're also doing some sort of social media type platform. Is that correct? Um, I, I The game is social in itself. So, okay. the, yeah. That's Oops, sorry. sorry no, that? maybe, maybe that's what it was. Maybe I just... Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so the game, the V1 of the game will be, like, the most basic kind of, if you, if you can think of, like, Club Penguin or any of those kind of social games where you're really there to play some mini games and just like kind of hang out with, with other people. That's, that's what the, the V1 of the game will be. And, and like the MVP of the game will be, but the, the, the goal is we're building all these tools and um, you know, all these frameworks that we can build games and, and other things in on top of Pogpunks and on top of MVO. But, um, but yeah, in, in its most basic form, it will be like a very social environment like Club Penguin. Is there going to be, um, you could communicate with other players or people in the metaverse, is it going to be through text or can you do that through voice communication in-game? We want to support both. Um, for the the V1 launch, we're definitely doing text and we're still looking into, see, into seeing like how feasible it is to, to support voice and, you know, like thinking about moderating that and, and everything is will also be part of it too. So um, we'll see. We don't want to turn it into a Call of Duty lobby, if you get me. This is true. Yeah, those could get pretty intense. <laughs> uh, that just takes what we were thinking of, like uh, at the beginning, where we haven't decided on yet, or we haven't really talked about it. But at the base a level, like a long time ago, we were talking about uh, uh, having it be text, but then maybe in someone's like personal house that we could have like a, it would be like somewhat similar to like a Twitter space where it'd just be like voice proximity inside the house, and they can moderate who's allowed to talk and who isn't. But then, I mean, the future goal would be to have, uh, like, some sort of voice proximity throughout the whole game, but that would be really hard to moderate. Some guy could just, you know, as Ron said, Call of Duty lobby it, so. 
Hey, I'm cool with that. You know, as long as you guys got a fight club in there, I'm good with that. We got you. But we can't talk about it. <laughs> Not a lot to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, don't mention it. Talk about what? <laughs> Number one rule of fight club. Yeah, it looks like we got some great pinned tweets up here. If you guys want to scroll through and, and click some of this. Uh, the second one is, is pretty cool. That is the 2D robot to the 3D kind of concept render that we got. The first one is um, a picture of, of three different pog punks and their 3D counterparts. And yeah, this, oh my God, the third one, is, <laughs> the third one's pretty ridiculous. That That is our most recent teaser. Um, we were, we were showing off some, some of the, uh, the different uh, clothing kind of systems that we've been working on. So yeah, I would scroll through those, check those out. Did our, uh, did our host get uh rugged again? I think he might've gotten rugged. Yeah, he did. He... One second. Oh man. One sec. <laughs> okay. No worries. Oh man, the poor guy. Yeah, he just yeah. quiet if he could uh, help him out. Yeah, usually I just gotta kick him down and then bring him back. <laughs> It'll work out. It's kind of funny. Yeah. It's kind of funny how often this happens with with just Dave's. See now it's lagging for me because it's saying that he requested, but it's not showing. There it goes. Hey, he's back. <laughs> this is ridiculous today. Oh. Uh, it's kind of silly. The triple rug? Is that three times now? Oh my yeah, goodness. That's the trifecta. That's the trifecta. You don't need to go for records here now. <laughs> this is the record. We've already hit the record. All right. What's up, everybody? Yep. So, um, now with land plots in your game and your metaverse, how is that going to work? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. So, right now, what we've we've talked about is that there will be purchasable land plots. Um, it would, the dream is to have purchasable land plots that are also divisible in themselves, right? So what that means is like, you could have an apartment building or something and then like have rooms inside those apartment buildings that you could like rent out to others. So that's, we're trying to build the, like the framework around the game to support something like that. But, um, yeah, we're, I, we, we know that land will be a big part of the game and, um, you know, certain areas will be. Will definitely be more valuable than others like around the 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 hub and the and the, the spawn and stuff like that so um yeah but there will be land which is exciting how do you decide how large plots of land are is this going to be something that's computer generated or are you going to decide that before the fact um it, it, it's a good question i think it'll be so the, yeah the the size of the plots of land will probably be um just determined based on like the total world size and then we'll divide it by uh some some arbitrary number you know that that we decide um based on like how many people we want to support in the world i think it's you know it is the metaverse so the land could grow if we wanted to um i i i do think that there will be like hubs that spawn around like in the game and, and hubs where people congregate in the game that will become like more more active places than others so that'll be interesting to see but um but yeah we'll we we have to decide basically on on that. Is it safe to assume that the land will also be on a secondary market, which can be bought and resold? Man, exactly. Yeah. You stole my question. <laughs> yeah. Most. Yeah. Every every piece of land will will also be a, an NFT. So. All right. So now let's say somebody goes and they sell their three D model. All right. So I want to sell my my Pog Punk. And somebody else gets possession of that, but I also own a piece of land. Do I still have access to the metaverse? Currently, no, you you wouldn't. Um, so the whole like, the whole kind of everything you do in the game, it's it's like you enter through your character, right? And so if you don't have your character anymore, then you wouldn't. And but you would still own like everything in your your like wallet, right? If you had like land or or things like that, but. Um, but yeah, if you sold your character, you wouldn't be able to access it. the The end goal is to maybe have some sort of um, like we will have pogpunks, and we might have some lower tier 
uh, like large supply collection that is like a, a pass basically to get in the game with like a, a very basic model character. And um, that will like allow whoever wants to play in the game. But in, in some ways, it's kind of a blessing capping it at, at the amount of pog punks. So we don't have to deal with like crazy skill issues at launch. So, yeah. All right. So I'm going to make a NFT project called Slumlords. And I'm going to walk <laughs> down with my pigeon lady. And I'm going to stand in front of apartments and lower your property value. So I can oh, it. that's good. That is, that is good. That's a great plan. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. Now, you're going to be tying in a, a native token in with the PogPunks. Uh, eventually, it's going to be the PogCoin. So the, the PogCoin currently is is the DAO. Well, we, we just announced this last week that that will be the DAO token. So that will be, the, the DAO will be able to vote on like any, anything that goes on in the game, right? Um, and that's that's kind of what we've decided with that coin. There We do want there to be some sort of over, overarching token across the whole MBO. But the idea is that each of the projects that comes to the MBO will have their own DAO and like their own governance to- token to dictate basically like what goes on in, in, in the in the universe. So like what projects the you know the, the community is working on and like how do we award people for for working on certain projects in the community and um, and things like that. But yeah. Are you gonna build the metaverse into uh, sandbox or decentraland? Have you decided yet? uh it's it's all on our own uh, all on our own um like system basically we're we're building it from scratch in unreal so yeah. ideally the uh we want to make our 3d assets available to be used in like other sandboxes and or like like sandbox or decentraland or whatever but um when we launch it they'll just be available in in the mvo what made you guys to what made you guys decide to do such like a huge like it's a drastic change from having like a 2d model punk to an open world metaverse on the unreal engine why did you go to like such lengths of extremes was there a thought process behind this did you want to just have it for the wow factor or was this just something that you thought would be better for the utility of the token uh, of the uh, project rather can i take the first part of this question real quick sure okay so we initially wanted to create something just for the PogPunks world, but like personally, I like the idea that there will never be one reigning champion of a chain. Um, so it's not like ETH Network will be the only chain that exists in the next five years. So we kind of figured out a way how to incorporate as many different chains as possible into one um, idea, basically. So we want to have the ability to onboard any chain um, into their own metaverse and then connect them all without having to work through, you know, like the soul ecosystem and and the, like the, the Matic ecosystem and whatnot. So we, we, we kind of wanted to create a way to bring every chain and every NFT project together um, in like a seamless manner. And, and then I think more broadly... Um we've kind of come to the conclusion that the future of human computer interface is 3d and i and that kind of sounds obvious but we think that that's going to be so pervasive that we want to build our project with that assumption built in so if everything is going to be moving from text interfaces to 3d interfaces we want to be on the forefront of thinking about what that uh, human computer interaction is and and the project slots in perfectly to test out uh, a bunch of different assumptions we have around like what does the 2d to 3d transition look like how do we make a good 3d experience scalable Um, what does the future of of 3d in something like a a web 3.0 browser look like Um, we're kind of going all in on 3d and and have just sort of realized that um, throughout the project, that this is where the future is headed. Uh, eventually, are you going to have this set up as a play-to-earn type setup, or is it going to be um, just, you know, we run around and interact with other people? Yeah, so the I, I think we would leave that up to the DAO at this point. The, the I, I, That would be great for, like, the PogPunks world and, and the game, but the idea is that each project that comes to the MVO can dictate whether they want to convert their 
their kind of space into like a play to earn type game. And, you know, obviously a lot, a lot of thought it would have to go into the mechanics there. But, um, but yeah, I, I think as of now, that's a decision we would give to the DAO, right? It, unless you guys uh, on stage have any other thoughts. Play to earn all the way. <laughs> I own 30 of them, so I got 30 votes. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> So, did I get rugged again? No, I'm back. Okay, good. I got yeah. really. I was gonna say a fourth time. This is ridiculous. That would be too much. And they over. Well, you uh, had that that good spaces uh, yesterday or the date or, or sorry on Friday, and now you have to pay for it. Yeah, apparently. So, um, what did you guys decide that the floor pricing was going to be when you first opened up? So the pog punks are are minting at point oh three five right now. Um, we kind of decided on that just by looking at like other projects and we wanted to price it lower than, you know, we lower than a lot of the more expensive projects that I've seen are minting at like 0.1 right now. And then, uh, we, we needed money to like fund the game and everything. Right. So we, that's how we came to like 0.035 essentially, cause we couldn't do like a free mint. And so, um, so yeah, that's, that's what the price is currently. And, and you can go mint it on, uh, pogpunks.com. Have you guys talked with any other projects about doing possible partnerships? Um, we've talked about like doing giveaways and, and things like that. The in terms of bringing other people into the the MVO, we're not like ready for that type of discussion yet. So nothing on that front. But um, but yeah, as far as like giveaways and and like t collab type things, that's what we've what we've done the most with. Um, I think there is like opportunity to do some sort of I'm like a big fan of a lot of the the cool cats collabs and, and they've like partnered with artists to make a lot of cool stuff. So I would definitely love to do that with some projects, but, um, but yeah. Are you guys shooting for more organic growth or are you eventually going to reach out to influencers and try to have them pump the project? Uh, we're definitely in, in organic growth mode uh, right now. We, we, we had a discussion about this uh, a couple of days ago in the discord and i think like the 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 scale of like building a game is i think it's it's hard to understand from a lot of people like coming into the space we we get a lot of new comers in in the discord or in the space that are like oh like where's the game like one game you know and we're we we've like every week I, like all of my free time is really spent on like building this game and, and same with the whole team and so we we are building it but what people need to understand is like it does take months right to to build a game and you know and, and sometimes it takes people years but uh we we so what we've estimated is like and and what we're saying to people because i think it would be unfair right now to commit to like a, a specific timeline for the team you know to say like okay by this date you know we're gonna get all this done um so what we've said is like it'll be months before the 3d models are done and then the 3d models are how we get to like the finale of the game right which is the mvp so that's kind of where where we are right now, and um, the community is filled with a lot of people that understand that, and I really appreciate that. And um, and so yeah, we are we're in organic growth mode currently. But what's the best way that you could describe the game to somebody? Because I know it's just not like get a punk and run around and talk to people. What what would be like a focus of somebody that would be joining into the metaverse? Yeah. So what what I will <clears throat> pitch to the DAO when when we we get everything running it's probably a like a sort of uh I, i'm very inspired by like minecraft and and things like that and that would be like my ideal game would be some sort of kind of build and and farm and and sandbox type environment where you like build things and uh and you know like basically like everything minecraft is and um and like the the uh, Minecraft is beautiful, right? Because it allows you to like build whatever you want and like anything you can dream, you can build right in the game. And that's what I would like to do for Pogfunks. And I think, you know, we'll see what the DAO decides, but I feel like there's, there's something missing there that I, I haven't seen in like any NFT games currently. And so that's, that's kind of the dream I, I will pitch to the, uh, to the DAO. And, and I think the <laughs> other piece. Club. <laughs> The other piece we've done and, and thought about from the very beginning is an element of scavenger hunt. So we currently have 
a scavenger hunt ongoing for a cool cat. Um, so the, the winner of the scavenger hunt will get a cool cat. Um, and we really want to build in a lot of those types of mechanics into the Pogwunk world as well. So that'll be another thing that we'll bring up with the DAO is thinking about what does it look like for a 10,000 person 3D scavenger hunt. That's one of the kind of other elements that that we've been thinking about. Are you guys planning on opening up some sort of beta testing for new holders or OG holders to run around and get a taste of the metaverse before other people? Yeah, so currently I, I think how the, the access will go is if you're a VIP in the Discord server, so what that means is you're level 15 and you get levels by just chatting and, and hanging out. So if you're level 15 or above, and you're holding a, a VIP pass, which is a NFT that we we give to everyone that hits level 15. Um, you will get early access to the game, and that will like let us, you know, not have to deal with even crazier like scale issues like we talked about, and um, you know, and just have some people beta test the game and, and let it let them see it early and and just like thank them really for for being here so early. So that's that's kind of the plan. They'll get access first, and then we'll open it up to to more and more of the community. What blockchain are you guys doing your minting on? Uh, we're on Ethereum currently. All the airdrops have been uh, and will be on Polygon. Um, but yeah, has that been a challenge with gas fees going up so high? <laughs> yeah, the oh man, I, like Harrison and and uh, it was Harrison still here. Yeah, Harrison's here. We he looks at the analytics every now and then, and, and I look at the analytics, like the gas analytics, and it's crazy just seeing how much people have spent on on the gas. You know, which it's it's just crazy because that's Ethereum. And, um, and yeah, so that, that's why, like, we want to go polygon for, you know, the airdrops and, um, we're, we're still trying to figure out like what the best chain is to use, like for in-game, like interactions and things like that. But, um, but yeah, polygon has, has been like a, a nice, a nice saving grace when doing all the airdrops and stuff like that. Has that been the most challenging thing that you had to deal with so far is far as making the project or is it just the development of the metaverse in the game that you're doing it's it's a good question it's probably the the development of of the whole game um you know we we spent a lot of time thinking about because we we, we want to be careful because any, anything we do here the idea is like we'll templatize it right for for any other project to use so we're trying to spend a lot of upfront thought about like how how we're going to like create the DAO and what's like the best legal framework for the DAO and then um, you know, how are we building the game so that other people can come in and build whatever they want? So those like those are the the biggest challenges we've, we've faced so far. Are you guys gamers, or is this just something that you felt? <laughs> we are gamers. Yeah, yeah, we we are gamers. I uh, I've played games like all my life, and and same with a lot of the the team. So, <laughs> is there a specific game that you guys kind of um, have played in the past or? influences the metaverse that you're building yeah it's, it's a good question i i think it's it's maybe more for me it's 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 like the mindset that minecraft can kind of get you in any like really open world game i love minecraft like gta that the open worldness of of that game also is is like beautiful the the like no bounds and and limits to that um what else i for, for me yeah uh, the original assassin's creed is what i have in my head just the the historical like storytelling piece of it really resonated with me and i always in my head think about how powerful that tool is if you can introduce it to more people if you could teach history through something like an assassin's creed on a broader scale just how powerful that is and that's what kind of sticks in my head is is the power of the visual and the power of experiencing that history for me, I would say it's like RuneScape because RuneScape has a really flourishing economy, which can be not legally traded into to U.S. dollars, but it does have that aspect of um, it crosses both both worlds, technically, like the Internet world as well as the, the real world. Um, and then you also have that creative aspect of being able to, to, to use construction to build houses. You have summoning, which has um, followers like pets. Um, and it's just kind of generally open world and then maybe combined with like a VR chat where there is no real, um, there's no real goal in VR chat, but it allows you to just interact with people with whatever 
um, profile uh, that you want to use. Basically, you can be a small Asian girl. You can be a buff guy like Moneybags. You know, there is no, you're not, you're not constrained to how you look in real life. So it's kind of a combination for me between RuneScape and VR Chat. I think the beauty of like MMO RPGs and stuff like that is like for GTA, for example, you don't even really have to go by the storyline. You kind of just do whatever the hell you want to do when you start the game up. Exactly. Yeah. I I just have fun in that game. Just like, just like running around and and doing, you know, whatever. (laughs) So it's D-Gen stuff. Just D-Gen stuff, you know, D-Gen's doing D-Gen stuff. So, um, and like, I, I think that's a beautiful thing that certain games have is like, the fact that you can just enjoy being in the game and there's not a real goal or a real like and and there are goals and missions you can you can work towards together but the fact that you can just be there and like be present with everyone in the game is is very beautiful to me so yeah the goal is what you want it to be whether it be just interacting with people or doing mini games like racing and um shooting hospitals up you know it's like whatever you want it to be you can make it I hope I didn't get rugged. No, I'm good. I, I thought I froze up again. Man, this thing is, this is really nerve-wracking today. This is like the most nerve-wracking AMA that I've ever had to do. <laughs> They're keeping you on your toes. It really is. Making me pay attention to everything that I'm doing right now. Um, Where was I? I thought I got rugged and I lost my place here. Oh, so uh, out of all of your social media platforms, what one seems to have the uh, the best effect in order to get your project across? Is it your Discord? Ron, you wanna you wanna take this one? Yeah, I would say it's our Discord. When we started off this project, we had a really cool funnel to get into the presale, which promoted a lot of engagement. Um, and that was kind of what built this community in the first place was everybody interacting and realizing realizing that there's a human behind the screen and it's not just like a quick money grab. And you know, we wanted people to make a bunch of money from this project off of the the mint, but it didn't turn out that way. So now, um, you know people are here for the project and the tech and that's kind of what we want it to be anyways so yeah i would say discord is the best just because it it's very humanistic in a way like all of our moderators are people that have proven themselves um to be really good people in the first place um and i don't think you can really get that through twitter or instagram but i would say twitter is like our second platform but it's definitely not as good as discord and like within the discord we have a bunch of different mini games and we have people talking all the time. So it's it's our preferred way of interacting with the community and, and building the community. Do you think that the NFT market kind of needs um, the crypto market to go in almost of a downtrend in order for it to go into an uptrend? Do you think they kind of work against each other? I would personally say that money in crypto is very cyclical. Um, so if if the crypto markets are pumping, then you know the nft market might not have have enough volume just because people are focusing their time on random coins that will pump or leverage trading or whatnot and then when that dies down then money rotates back into nfts or other parts of the crypto industry so i would say that it doesn't require it to go down it might but i would say it's more of like it has to stabilize in a way like if there's peak euphoria in the crypto markets, everybody's attention will be focused on whatever's pumping the hardest. And, you know, then NFTs get set on the back burner. Um, but like I said before, money in crypto is very rotational, which is why you see Bitcoin pump and then you see ETH pump after that. And then you see altcoins pump after that. So, yeah. Uh-oh, you got rubbed? No. <laughs> He went so long. <laughs> this was like third, fourth time, something like that. I don't know if yeah, I think fourth time. Dang. We should yeah. have like some kind of like intermission music every time this happens. It's yeah. So often. <laughs> is it uh, like his internet or something? Or we don't know. Or... It's just. I think it's, it's usually not that bad though. I just kicked him down. I'll bring him back up. It's usually only like once or twice. It's just, he's going for a record tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's an honor to break that record with him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have some elevator music keyed up for next time he gets frogged. Maybe a money bag can just tell us a bedtime story. Yeah. Or, or like sing or something. That'd be good. 
Yeah. We need a Sonata, please, Moneybags. Yo, I was singing, uh, some, it was a, probably a few months ago, I was in the Discord just singing Tupac. No. Who it was. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, Money's in here just just singing right now. Like, what is going on? I forgot who it was. It was pretty funny, though. I was, I was kind of in there. It's pretty awesome. All right, so, since I keep getting rugged, I'm going to open it up to the floor and whoever wants to ask some questions, just in case I keep getting dumped. That was not Sounds good. Anybody has any questions, feel free to shout it out if you're in a speaker box or raise your hands and we'll bring you up here. I think your questions so far have been really great, by the way. So if you have any more, don't hesitate to ask, even though you've been getting rugged. It's, it's crazy. So uh, you're you're in the in the chat that I made, right? Punk punk. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, be I usually I'm on here earlier. I was a little late because I was um getting out like uh get well me and Hofstra down there were writing out uh performa and stuff to get something to get more people involved with like an overview and cover letter and cover letter and everything. Um, but I just wanted you know confirm like well I don't know if we can on live if you're comfortable talking about it or. Um, what what exactly? <laughs> oh, with the UFC NFT stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I sure. Okay. Well, yeah. So we we essentially just give you the OBJ files, right? And then you can uh, animate those. Do are you gonna need like specific uh, poses, or do you need more than one scan, or how how's the best way to do this for you guys? Yeah, so how how we've been um we we like our our big focus this week was was kind of on on like importing and and figuring out like okay, what's what's the best way to to like work with different assets that are coming into Unreal Engine. Um so basically, yeah, OBJ, I think T pose is probably the best pose. Um and 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 yeah, we will have to like set up like the the bones and everything to and I, and I think Unreal Engine can do some of this for us um but setting up the bones and like rigging it to the uh the, the mannequin and things like that but uh but yeah okay cool and we're, we're totally cool with however long it takes this is you can put it you know off to the side but yeah so that I'm just uh really excited excited for that um and I I really connected with how you said that you know, you can be anybody you want in the metaverse, and that's really big. Uh, a lot of people don't think about that. Think about how a lot of, you know, a lot of people are not happy with who they are within their body. And you can call it sad or whatever. You can call it whatever you want, but it, it's a reality. You know, it's a big thing. Uh, body dysmorphia is one of the, you know, especially when you're talking about disabilities and stuff like that, um, especially physical disabilities. Um, and, and mental disabilities and stuff like that. It's a, uh, it's huge that you're you're giving people, um, essentially a new body, to go to go explore with. Um, and if they want to not be disabled, they can just go and be a dragon, <laughs> you know. And so, um, I I'm, I'm like, money bags is like my brother, you know. <laughs> and so, um, I I know that you know he went over to your project and and, and is helping you guys out a lot. He still helps out Elon one a, a lot and stuff. I'm, I'm just this is such a beautiful thing to see. You know, you know everything coming together and and uh, with the AMAs and everything. And it's uh, yeah. I just want to say like you guys are doing the right thing and you guys have the right ideas um, and for games. And I'm excited for, yeah, to see, to see what you guys do and, and everything you've said so far checks my list, you know, especially like the organic growth part. Oh my God. <laughs> that was so, that was, it, people don't, people don't think about it. It's like, yeah, that if you pay an influencer, you're wasting your money essentially. Cause you're going to get all the people who are like, win game, win game, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, even doing it organically, you're gonna have it. But it's yeah, I really, I really love what you guys are doing. It's um, it's uh, humanitarian in my <laughs> mind. It, it really is. You're 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 giving people a, a way to to get out of their get out of their their body. 
thanks thanks so much man it and it like you said it really is it really is beautiful moneybags has he, he brought us here he brought you know he's connected all of us which which is great so i we do owe a big thanks to, to moneybags so th thank you moneybags i and and the whole team appreciates you man hey queen of nfts did you have a question you raise your hand oh, no um um I'm here with uh, it's official and chronic cats. I'm here to help you guys. Uh, however, you need me to help. Um, I was yesterday was going to different spaces and I was um, asking their permission first. But I'm um, pinning uh, chronic's uh, um, project and I was giving them the waterfalls. So if you guys need me to help you, I can pin your project and. You know, just let me, just um, t tell me how, um, give me the strategic strategic uh, strategy on how to approach it. Because like some of, like yesterday, one of the space, I think I kind of overstepped the boundaries a little bit. It was uh, mental health and stuff. And I wasn't really shilling, but I was telling them I had the giveaway and they, they, they kind of didn't even appreciate the giveaway. So then I backed off. <laughs> is that you, Raj? This is me, Raj. Who's asking? Oh, me. You change your name and your profile picture every day. I get confused, and then this I hear is you. It. <laughs> I, I, I got this name now. I registered this name. You, you, you screw me up every day. I see you with a different name and a different PFP whenever I come into Twitter Spaces. <laughs> Sorry. So get a, get I, a boy did this PFP for me too, so this is kind of like a combination of my real pick and um, the 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 drawing he did. So I think I'm gonna stick with this, and so I think this would work for now. <laughs> all right, cool. I I I have a question about the metaverse, and it's something that um when I hear people talking about metaverses and stuff, they don't really bring it up too often, mm -hmm. but. Have you guys decided with your metaverse what type of sound effects and music you're going to put in the background, if there's going to be any, and who's going to be in charge of that? Um, Not you, Raj. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I think, Donald, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we're kind of going for a cyberpunk vibe. Uh, the teaser that we posted initially is kind of just like a, a test area to see if we can set everything up correctly. But we do want to create this cyberpunk type of vibe. Um, and personally, I have some connections in the music industry. So we definitely want to get some high quality um, audio to go along with uh, our metaverse. And um, like I've personally worked for a few music labels in the past. So I will I have a good connection with some some pretty solid artists. So I will be working with them to incorporate that into the metaverse. And that's something I'm really excited for. Yeah, because it's something like I I don't really take into effect, but it's it's definitely necessary with any type of game. You need to have sound effects. And you need to have some sort of background music. And uh, it's a question I've never asked anybody that's developing a game like how <laughs> go about doing the music and sound effects. Is it going to be from the the same group, or are you gonna do the sound effects from a separate group from the people that are going to be doing the music? Um, it's hard to say about differentiating the music and the sound effects. I would probably say that the sound effects and the music are going to be differentiated from created by different people. Um, but because our network spans to so many artists, it'll basically be the same type of style to the point where you won't notice any differences in who's creating what. Yeah, I, I um... I listen to like, like whatever that I forget what the Minecraft music is, but like that thing on like ten hours. That's that's my jam. I, I love that thing. The the Maple Story music also is is pretty good. Um, but yeah, I think there's if you're gonna be in the game for a long time, you're gonna want some good some good music or you know, and and you don't want crazy and like annoying sound effects or things like that. So we'll definitely spend a lot of time on on making sure all of those are right. Very cool. Anybody else have any questions for the guys or want to give them a shout out? I didn't. Also, we appreciate you guys coming in and talking about this. This is awesome hearing from you guys. Thank you. Thanks for stopping by, dude. Really appreciate having, having the, the platform to talk about this stuff.
Have you guys also, heard Loli? I have not. What is that? He is one of the music artists also. And I, I sorry, I got confused for a second. I thought you guys were talking about the Madagascar. And I think they were working with Loli. Um, they were also considering Spotty and also Arai. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Loli's is very, it's kind of in line with 432 degrees, kind of. But I don't know if it's if it's too chill. Interesting. Okay, if you you can, uh, our DM should be open. They might not, but if they are, uh, send us a message about that stuff. We'll be happy to look into it. And um, also, just want to say thank you, Queen, for offering uh, the, your platform to promote for us. We will definitely be interested in that, and uh, I'll reach out to you about that moving forward. Hey, Al Sol, you got a question? Hey, I do. And I think everybody's been wondering the same thing, and you've probably heard it a handful of times in, in the chat. But I am wondering, you know, what are we all, you know, frogs, skeletons, aliens? Are we all going to be yoked with like huge quads, like, uh, like this? <laughs> Unfortunately, the huge quads are just going to be for money bag. That's going to be a custom feature. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, is a frog going to be super Like, is my alien going to be super weird and, like, skinny looking? What the, that's what I'm wondering about. It's a, it's a good question. Uh, like, so right now, all the humans will be a similar model. Um, the the frogs and robots and uh, apes, basically, like, yeah, and, and, and skeletons, will... We, we are working and we're, we're trying to find a, uh, a 3D artist, basically, to, to work with us to render those out it's it's so unclear like i i'm sure what, what i've come to is i think the frogs will be shorter right like it, it, there's no way they that would be kind of scary frog us all the human right but the skeletons probably be we could probably even use the the human model i think um and even robots i think we, we could use something similar but uh but yeah the the pickle like we, we have a pickle for everyone's knowledge we got a pickle as as one of the the base attributes um and and so we got to figure out how to make that look natural in the mvo like maybe you, you look like pickle rick or something i don't know but um so yeah that, that'll be fun <laughs> hey don't forget about that one ghost too you got to figure out that guy bro the ghost yeah yeah we got the ghost guy there there is one ghost pog punk that uh that I, I have some cool ideas for. So <laughs> maybe maybe you should just like uh, put like a big white sheet over him or something. I don't know, with like two eye holes, you know. And then he just runs around with the sheet, you know. I don't know. He's just <laughs> constantly trick or treating forever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you should have a Casper kind of body, I think, floating around. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be cool. I like that. Did we ever do the math on how rare that ghost trait was? I I didn't do the math, but it. It is extremely rare. <laughs> Hofstra, you got a question for the guys? Yeah, I was just looking at the um, <clears throat> the overview where it says the first um, NFT multi-chain metaverse generator platform. Maybe I'm just not maybe as technically savvy. I was just trying to understand what that is. I'm guessing you can use it on Ethereum and Polygon and you know another one. Is that kind of what that means? Yeah, so so the idea is that the platform itself is standalone and is it's like siloed from these chains. But the idea is that we'll be able to recognize any NFTs on any chain, right? So we'll we'll probably start with Ethereum and Polygon since that's where our um, our NFTs are currently. But uh, we would love to support like Solana and you know other types of chains. But yeah. So, so it's, uh, I'm sorry, maybe I just didn't hear this before, but it's, um, a generator platform where I can create an NFT. So it's, it's a platform where, uh, so it's called MVO, right? So MVO is a platform we're working on that will create customizable worlds for NFT projects. So right now we're building like the, the skeleton and all the, all the stuff that goes into the, the back end, the back end and like the background. But the idea is that as a, as someone that has created an NFT project, you can come to the MVO and bring your NFTs and start your own world and, you know, have your own 3D models and game rules and marketplace and basically bring all of that to our platform. 
and we can like run it and uh and, and support like w whatever your vision is okay so is that something that's that you can use with sandbox or is it like a similar thing to sandbox as far as how you can create your own video game and world it's it's a similar... like, can i use that and put it in like decentraland or sandbox just take it and put it in that uh so the 3d models you could and and we will eventually support that but the the actual like world itself will only live in the mdl okay cool that makes sense yeah Thanks. they're doing their their own essentially their own sandbox with unreal engine 5 that's cool so down the line let's say um you might be incorporating bnb you might be incorporating like you said, Solana, is there going to be capability if like another blockchain comes out in order to add them? Like if uh, like, let's say Zillator or Avalanche starts doing like NFT marketplace, you can be able to add that in there. Yeah, the, the goal is that we'll be able to, to recognize and, and support any chain. Um, it's yeah, I think with with Polygon and Ethereum right now, it's, it's pretty straightforward because they're very similar. Um, but as we get into like Solana, I think that'll be the big first leap into like something that's very different from ethereum and polygon and so that that'll be like the the real hurdle but uh but yeah ideally we we can support any any chain pretty badass first people i heard doing something like that yeah well i i knew money man i knew money bags had to get got sucked into something good because we went through like so many projects and then one day i'm just like hmm? where'd he go <laughs> and he's like hey man i found something <laughs> like, all, like, he's like he's like just apologize almost he's like oh man i i found something and i'm like all right man bro i'm glad dude that's the point you know go find something incredible and yeah so i you know it's beautiful to watch yeah moneybags is actually our most active community member so I think that speaks a lot as well. Yeah, you know how we know that? Because he's never active on Telegram anymore. <laughs> every once in a while, throw gifts in there, you know? He, no, he's not active. He still hits all the likes and stuff. He does all, like, the social media work. But, <laughs> he's just, you know, he's in PogPunk's Discord. So uh, it's getting towards the top of the hour, but if anybody has any questions, you know, feel free to come up. If not, I guess we'll uh, we'll start wrapping up, but we'll open it up for another few minutes for anybody that has any questions for the guys or wants to say what's up. I also want to say big thank you to Wilter, who's lurking in this spaces. Uh, Wilter's been helping us a bunch with our honorary PogPunks, as well as helping create um, some of the 3D attributes. So he's kind of leading the charge on that. So... Thank you very much, Walter. We appreciate you. Yeah, I, I feel like we have a really good uh, set of moderators, too. Like Al Sol, he's a really good moderator, was good. He's always out there talking about pop punks, helping out. Like, we have a really good set team right now, and I think our moderators are probably the best in the game right now that we have, personally, in my own opinion. Um, they, they're always you know, striving to better the community or better themselves. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we have a very phenomenal team um, behind PogPunks, to be honest. So so what's something, uh, one bit of advice that you could give to somebody that's getting into NFTs, um, both as someone that wants to buy and somebody that maybe wants to start their own project? Yeah, so... For someone that wants to buy, <laughs> I would say know what you're looking for, right? I I've thought about this a lot, and just like seeing people and and how they how they come into different discords. I think, you know, when you're when you're looking for a project, like sometimes you're looking for something to like make a quick flip or you know do, do whatever. But sometimes you're looking for something special and and like a real community that you can be a part of and and feel like at home with. And so I think that's that's a big distinction in like when you're looking for a, an, like an NFT that, that like, that also dictates size almost, I, I would say of the community. So um, keep that in mind. 
I would say for for creating your your NFTs, um, you know, gas is very expensive, so so keep that in mind. Uh, but also, I I think that there's it, and, I, and I've talked about this a little bit before, but it feels like you know, level one of NFTs, it felt like was just purely like DGen JPEGs, right? And level two is kind of this new, like, okay, you can like, you can stake your NFTs. There's some more, um, there's some more like utility around the NFT. There's, there's some cool stuff you can do. And like level three feels like we're, we're actually like building real use cases, like real games around these NFTs and, and things like that. And the space is moving so fast that it's, it's only been like a few months, but we've gone through all these levels and we'll continue to. And so I, I, I have no idea what's next, but I, I believe that like the games and all that, it kind of feels like it's the end game, right? For, for NFTs and real life like events and, and things like that. So when creating your project, figure out like where you want to fit in in, in, in those like types of levels and, and projects and, um, and yeah, obviously some are, you know, large, larger undertakings than others. But um, I think that each project can be special in their own way. You know, you look at like CryptoPunks or, you know, Bored Apes, which is probably I would consider like a level two project with like a lot of utility or, you know, promised utility. And so, um, yeah, there's there's a lot to consider there. My best advice is to find PogPunks slash Donald's wallet and just copy trade him. <laughs> that's good <laughs> I, I second this yeah for some reason he keeps finding these gems but he's keeping them to himself so just trace his wallet and you'll be fine trust me <laughs> <laughs> i just gotta tweet the alpha that's what you're telling me i gotta, I gotta be tweeting this stuff yeah yeah you need to for sure so my uh my last question that i'm gonna ask is uh somebody that's getting into nfts as well do you think that minting on ethereum even though there's higher gas costs versus something like polygon it could be more beneficial for somebody uh for the sheer fact that that's what more people are accustomed to using yeah i and it's it's kind of weird because and and maybe maybe I, i i don't know but from what i've seen it feels like any NFTs on, um, you know, like L2, any Ethereum L2, like Polygon and and such, anything that like OpenSea basically supports aren't as valued as the NFTs that are on like the actual Ethereum, which is very interesting. Um, and, I, and I don't think it'll always be like that. I, I think that like people will, will start to like care less and less and, and it will be easier to go from chain to chain, you know, that there's a lot of projects working on this. And so I think once that's fixed, like that will really change change the whole game. But as of now, it feels like minting on Ethereum is probably your your best bet at finding a project that a lot of people will get around um, and like could, can succeed. So I would say look at Ethereum, and you know that that goes to say like like Solana, like any all the all the L ones that are doing their own NFTs. I think those are great too. Um, but Personally, I, I'm only minting things on Ethereum currently. Maybe one day I'll get into Solana NFTs and, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, any anyone else on stage have, have thoughts about that? Yeah, I've got something real quick. I think take into account the market cap of whatever L1 that you're investing on or L2. So like when you look at the Ethereum market cap, obviously it's got half a billion dollars or half a trillion dollars worth of assets uh, within the ecosystem alone compared to something like Solana, which has 10 times less or like nine times less. So just based off of that, you'll realize that there is much more money within the Ethereum ecosystem than there is uh, within the Solana ecosystem. And I think that Ethereum is in an interesting spot right now because they have the first mover advantage. But over time, I can see that slowly starting to fade and the platform with the the best UI and user experience will end up be becoming um the standard people hate the gas it's true very true i just think over time you know it's gonna once once more mass adoption comes into play and there's more people trading in the nft space i think people are going to start realizing that there's no value in paying too much gas and i think we're going to start spreading over into other platforms i think it's going to be a win-win for everybody 
that's the last thing I was going to say is that at the end of the day, it's still a market. So you want to be in the market that has the most liquidity. Um, and that right now is still ETH. But as that starts to change, the other LT chains become more and more feasible for for uh, doing new stuff. And that's why PogPunks and the, and the MVO is beautiful because we will be chain, you know, it doesn't matter what chain you're coming from. Chain so, agnostic. Chain <laughs> agnostic, exactly. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you for coming out and spending an hour with us. Uh, everybody check out PogPunks.com. You guys are so kick-ass. And uh, really looking forward to minting and getting in the metaverse with you guys. I want to be the pigeon lady. <laughs> I'm excited oh, to see that happen. Oh, you can sorry. actually name your PogPunk as well. So if you want to name your pigeon lady, that will be your, your name in the metaverse. As long as I could get some companion pigeons, I, I'm I'm in. Man. Hey, I mean, we like the pigeon. We like the pigeon project. So we do like the pigeon projects. Those things will be in there. We got to make that happen. Thanks for having us, man. This was a lot of fun. Really appreciate it.